welcome one and all to a brand new episode of Captain Mediocre's Haunted Tiki Bar. We apologize for the lapse of episodes when it comes to looking for the prime topic. One must be vigilant. And and uh, we hope that this episode will be with more substance than before. Anyway, uh, I'm stalling. So... I think tonight's discussion is rather hectic, and we might be uh, revisiting some previous aspects of our other episodes. Tonight's topic, ladies and gentlemen, there is an old Greek philosophy. Moderation is the basis of virtue. It comes from the idea that no matter, it's not the extremity. No, it's not the it's not the ideology itself, but rather the extremity, or no, it is the moderation that sets the virtue. For example, the most common way to to think of this is that courage, for instance, having too little courage is cowardice, and too much courage is recklessness, and it is something that in my particular uh, perspective is something that we have been at odds with as of recent. The paradox of virtue nowadays is that we have been pushing more and more for virtue at the cost well at the cost of balance because in the the thing that society just seems to love to do nowadays is commit more and more idiocies and to some extent atrocities for the sake of virtue. This isn't new to history. Let's get that out of the way. This isn't new. We've seen this time and time again in history. We are constantly um, justifying atrocities for the sake of virtue. You've seen the Crusades. You've seen... Um, you've seen communist regimes, you've seen fascist regimes, all trying to justify their brutalities through the sake of virtue. And I think it has clearly been, there is some extent, it has been brought over to the most popular sections of the internet. I mean, we're not surprised by that sort of thing. Um, So, if you've been listening to us for quite some time, there has been one we've had was about the Latinx controversy. It's controversial due to the fact that it's a word that the the vast majority of people do not like this word. In fact, they have taken recent studies over this poll, over this word. Not only do the vast majority of people don't like it, the overwhelmingly majority reject it. And they not only reject it, but well over a those people 
have committed or decided themselves that they will not vote people into office that address Latinos as Latinx. And yet, yet, people continue to push this word onto the Latino community. They continue to do it, and they do it through, they do it through the media, they do it through pop culture, they do it through rhetoric. The pop culture one is the one that kind of has me annoyed the most. I know that's kind of dumb, but the reason for it is the way they portray it through pop culture. There is a particular Marvel comic that's being made, and some of its uh, content got leaked. And some of, the, and it involves uh, a dialogue of conversation between uh, two people, two women. Both of the, one is supposed to be depicted as a white Caucasian woman, the other is a Latina. The Latina is pondering as to why the white girl is using the term Latinx. And the white girl is explaining to her that it's inclusive, that it's supposed to be a genuinely good thing to use, and that it came from the idea of... No, that the, the, the idea originally was spawned by two LGBTQIA plus women back in the 80s. So, it convinces the Latina that she that this is the right word to be using to address us from now on. And the next panel shows a protest being made on behalf of all the Latinos that this is what they want. And I will tell you one thing and one thing only. As a Latino myself, go fuck yourself. This is criminally manipulating people into believing that your justification is perfectly is perfectly sound and you're trying to guilt people into thinking this is a worth embracing now the majority of latinos have rejected this word originally for the idea that it's a completely unnecessary word it is something that It is supposed to be inclusive for non-binary people. The thing is, is that Spanish is a gendered is a gendered language, and for non for neutral for neutral references, we use the masculine term for it, and it's been done so for as long as Spanish has been, and it's been widely accepted. And now they believe they can force a change for that same ideology upon us and that it is perfectly okay 
to push to thrust that upon us. I made this argument before. I'm gonna say it again. The argument of having inclusivity by pushing out the majority is not exclusive is not inclusivity it's exclusivity the idea that you can change or force an entire group of people to change their language to suit your needs is no different than what your european ancestors did to us 5 centuries prior the only difference is there is no bloodshed at least not yet the problem with this paradox is that it constantly pushes the line on whether or not it is okay or virtuous to thrust upon a completely uh, a complete change into an id no into a language that we were forced to adopt i don't care what guilt you might have here if you think that that's the right thing to do for a small percentage of people the overwhelming majority are taking it as a racial slur because you are in utter defiance of their desire you've invaded their culture 5 centuries prior forced them to adopt yours and now it's no longer enough 5 centuries later and you demand them to change them to change to your needs again because it's not our needs that are being satisfied here it's yours because when we're all saying no and you're saying yes and your yes is trying to trump our no you have a problem tell me where does the line come where does where do we draw the line here where does this virtue of where does where does the virtue of helping the uh, the of a uh, social change social justice end and be, because at this point i it's clearly not social justice it's clearly not This is going way above the line. And it's a paradoxical effect of virtue through aggression. I'm not going to say violence because it's clearly not violent, at least not at the moment, but it's clearly aggression because they are stubborn to an end. They are stubborn to the point that they will that they try to force it down people. despite quite loud reject overwhelming rejection of it it's a serious problem when pe- when zealots 
are willing to essentially use the guise of virtue to break social norms for their own deluded grandeur. I don't even think at this point it is at all for inclusivity, despite their claims. But if I'm wrong and that's what they genuinely believe and that's what they genuinely want to do, they're clearly going the wrong way about it. That's my little hot ticket on the matter. I'm sure you have another topic to uh, to add to that, good sir. And if you wanna you wanna go on with that, that's fine. Um, but, uh, if you wanna add to this as well? That's uh, that's on you as well. Now, this has been bothering you for a bit, and it it tends to it, it, yours is more focused on the moder the moderation of ideology. And that is definitely a facet of such things. Something that's been on my mind has been more the moderation of uh, decadence, I guess would be the best way to put it. Or the moderation of sensation might be the better way to put it. Now, I'm not one to really be, you know, prudish when it comes to, you know, what people do with their private time. I don't really care at the end of the day what you do. What I what I've re- come to realize as I've gone through things is that there is a certain level of personal temperance that's been tossed to the side in in this. I guess the best way to explain it would be the current open world that we live in. Oh, everyone yes. seems to be everyone seems to be relatively open about you know who they are, what they represent what they do in their free time and then while I while I'm personally okay with anybody saying whatever they want I'm never going to not have a problem with I'm never going to have a problem with that unless it causes direct harm to somebody or a or a or a group of people I'm I'm realizing that there need that there needs to be a specific level of personal accountability when it comes to doing things that make you feel good whether it be something as mundane as eating or something much more extravagant as drugs sex other types of personal stimulation that one does to you know bring themselves some sort of gratification in that regard if i'm trying if it sounds like i'm trying to be overly subtle it's not i just don't want to make a I don't want to go too graphic into something that I, again, don't have gr- a great deal of personal experience in with regards to a lot of the, you know, much more extended kinks, etc. that exist. Well, there used to be this idea that, you know, nuance and subtlety, you know, is the spice of life. But I think we've essentially, at least especially when it comes to the past 10 years, it's, it's we've definitely broke down the door with a with a battle tank just blow it up to pieces and just let everything hang out the way that it is now i agree with you that you know freedom of speech you know you should be allowed to say what you want but i mean people should also be mindful of 
what it is that they're saying and maybe not let literally everything flow as if though it was a endless river flooding into the ocean because the thing that we're starting to see is the depravity and the madness that we are that we are as a as a species and it's getting more and it's getting more and more absurd as the days go on well especially as if you look towards like carnal pleasures like sex there there is there definitely is this oversaturation of it and an easy easy accessibility of it with regards to pornography and and the like it it literally you you literally can't not find it it you you would trip and fall over it on the internet with very little difficulty and what's kind of happened in a lot of cases is there when you do something to to excess your body tends to crave that stimulus but also builds up a tolerance to the existing stimuluses that you're doing it's like a drug because your body's taking hits off of it like a drug and with regards to that it's the thing that ends up creating this constant need to go further and further down a specific path in in a vain pursuit of what would be what one would consider the ultimate experience within within that pathway the problem with that is is it discards all moral semblance in the in the pursuit of doing these things and that's to me there needs the, the society runs on a specific level of self-restraint that is no longer existent in in, in our current world's world view and what you end up happening in situations like with that uh with, with that article I sent you about Billy Eilish Billy Billy Eilish apparently started watching pornography when she was 11 first of all the fuck do you have access to that at 11 pardon my french but we've already f bombed already so i don't feel compelled to not drop an f bomb here cuz it just blew my mind when i saw when i when i read that headline yeah Why? that was rather insane i like i i would i would personally be asking like what okay who were the adults around you how did you end up uh, how did you end up acquiring the ability to watch this stuff Now there's only one caveat to this and because anybody who is a child of the 80s and early 90s if you have a parent who has the the secret stash as it were and you happen to stumble upon it and you'd watch it and you watch it in secrecy without them knowing about it then this is a horse of a different color but i again like i said i don't know the i don't know the extent of the situation because i just couldn't i couldn't bring myself to read the actual article itself because just the headline itself just blew my damn mind and yes i'm aware people will probably give me shit for it but you, you know reading further helps but the the the, the, the caption itself speaks speaks an entire novel in itself well i think that's the best part of it don't you think it's the idea of the uh The headline makes the bit makes the best impression and it certainly left one on you. To say the least. It's journalism 101 these days, the unfortunate truth. 
And to me, it speaks to that level of self-restraint. At that point, she was 11 years old. She doesn't know more or less any better about what she did. So what ends up happening is, you know, the the headline says she started reading. The fact that she started watching pornography when she was 11 made all of her future sexual experiences completely lackluster. It's like, yes, because pornography pornography is performative. What's happening there will never, unless you're married to a porn star, happen in real life. It's just well, not going. Unless you're the star yourself. I mean, if if you if you got if you got the chops to do that kind of stuff, good on you. I hope it, I hope it makes you a lucrative career. But for the rest of the mundane, for the normal people, that stuff just doesn't happen. And I'm not just talking about the absurd stuff, you know, like the pizza guy coming to the door and you know getting paid with uh, with, with with favors. I'm just referring to you know a lot of the the. the uh, the, the nuts and bolts that are happening all pun intended really um but this what what ends up happening is you create an uh, you create an unrealistic expectation for yourself and you will spend your entire the entirety of your existence trying to find that and if you find it you may go and pursue another further down that path and another, and it's just going to keep escalating to a point where your your morality falls away in the pursuit of something, something to make you feel, because you'll eventually become so numb that only the most extreme stimulus is going to make you feel anything. Well, okay, if we want to be fair, that is something that can happen in your own sex life naturally, without necessarily, you know watching this sort of stuff but i will say that you know if you watch pornography it'll probably put you on the fast lane depending on how or the express lane depending on how much you watch it especially yeah, if, fre- especially frequency. if you're a minor apparently frequency is definitely something that plays a factor but uh, and and honestly I, I as i've said before i don't care what you do if you want to do that kind of stuff whatever but what you have to keep in mind, and something that I, I would tell anybody else who does indulge in that kind of stuff, make sure that you are aware of what you're doing, and make sure that you understand that what you're what you do what you're doing has a rabbit hole that doesn't always lead to good places. You need to be it's it's a person it's a it's a self awareness thing in regards to you know bodily autonomy it. it you want to be, you want to have both a healthy mind and body with regards to these sort of things. And like I've said, I don't care about pornography being used. I'm for to me, do whatever the fuck you want. I, I'm not going to I'm not going to say you know you shouldn't do those things. I'm not like I said, I'm not a prude when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I'm noticing more and more that the push to extreme the push for extreme sensations has gotten to the point where I just watch it all play out. And it, it's very difficult for me to not think that these people going down the line, if they don't rein it in themselves, potentially could have psychological issues that could be either damaging to them or other people. And okay. that goes for anything. I mean, you could say that about drugs too, but there's a whole level of dependencies and stuff that are attached to that, that are that have you know documentation things that 
have been have been in place for a very long time now. And and it, like I said, it goes with that with food, like overeating. It goes with that with you know taking in you know other forms of stimulus stimulation like videos, all sorts of other stuff. Certainly, much more you know dark things like you know videos with unsa- more unsavory acts or doing unsavory acts yourself theft you know bodily in- injury to other people that kind of stuff it, it, it's literally all the problem with it is is that when you look at the people who are more garnered towards these levels of liberation personal liberation they refuse to elaborate any further upon the negative the negative side effects of those sort of things they would rather just let pe- people be free to do whatever, but they never really want to warn them that there's a potential for for bad things. Or maybe they've got maybe they personally have realized that no one's going to listen to them anyways, and they just want to let you know th- you know find out find where the cards end up you know the dice end up lying at the end of the toss. I don't know. Uh, I'm not I, sure. think, I think that latter part might not be necessarily the case, only because if. If they did, if they genuinely believed that people would disregard the warnings anyway, then they would still put it up there just to cover their own asses. But in reality, I think it's more on the grounds of the lack of discipline we have as as individuals. Because if we look at the way society tends to promote uh, certain um, certain topics. They do so carefully. They do so without trying to shame people. They want them to embrace what they're uh, promoting, and they want you to. And they do so in hopes that you will, you know, also embrace it and 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 praise it. If we want to go with the example of the body positivity movement, we have people who do their darndest to or their damnedest, I don't know we curse, anyway um, they do their damnedest to push the idea that your body shape at any size is perfectly fine and they do their best to even just try to discredit um, you know they try to discredit information in regards to being uh, uh, medically obese and in my personal opinion, I think that's something that is rather alarming to you. If you want to be at a particular size, that's fine, but don't try to play it off as if though it's perfectly healthy to be at a particular size. We've had issues decades prior where we strive to be as thin as possible. And that has definitely been unhealthy, especially when we are starving our way to what we considered was considered to be, you know, peak uh, physical perfection. And now we've gone the complete opposite route, where the rounder you are, the better you are. And it's certainly being, especially when, even during all that, even during the decades where we had. Uh, thin supermodels on the covers of magazines 
the U.S. in particular, as an example, was dealing with uh, with an obesity crisis, and it has only worsened to nth level degrees in recent history. I think we are doing what we're doing nowadays is just simply consuming vices while disregarding any consequences solely for the fact that we want to we want to feel we want to be able to do these things without ever being judged and now it's gone to the point where not only do we want to be judged no we we don't want to be judged we want to be praised for consuming such vices we want to be able to be uh we want to be left um unrestricted in what we do ironically it's rather liber it's rather liberating but there's a reason why absolute freedom isn't a thing or it's not something that humans generally uh preach for because absolute freedom is simply nature and if you want nature well you go out there in that fo- to that uh forest and you'll see what happens not going to be very pretty you might you might you know be interested in the sights for a few hours but stay there long enough and you'll see just how cruel it really is nature has no restrictions whatsoever no rules nothing to keep you safe nothing to keep you guarantee nothing will keep you guaranteed for uh like like food shelter or anything everything goes which means there will be animals there to hunt you there'll be animals there to simply kill you protect themselves and some will do all god sorts of worse things than that and that's perfectly fine because there's no there's no restrictions with absolute freedom absolute freedom means no consequences other than what you do at that very particular moment you die in the forest there's no justification for people to pursue your killers they are free to do so because they can and i think that is the path that this sort of thing is leading to because like you said before earlier it is getting harder and harder as you de- become more and more desensitized so you have to do more and more to get to have some semblance of satisfaction at one point you're going to get to the most extreme possible before before all society breaks down and even that won't be enough the more and more depraved we become the less limitation no, the the more okay well, i'm sorry what was that? uh anyway the more depraved we become uh the more more depravity we're willing to tolerate i mean we've seen that particular group of uh of pedophiles who are trying to vouch for the legitimacy of pedophilia 
and people who are now where once before they would rather be quiet about it they have become more and more outspoken for that pedophilia to be legitimized hell there was a goddamn what do they call uh uh would you consider a professor for lack of better term yeah at a university i think it was either in san francisco or i don't know but i know it was in california but he ended up being a a stand-up spokesperson for that pedophilia and he tried his best to try and i don't know if he was trying to legitimize it as a sexuality but rather he wanted people to be more sympathetic to those who to actual pedophiles and that kind of that kind of tolerance only comes from a society that is become depraved to the point where such a thing is allowed the problem with it is, is that if you look at what that particular group thinks how they act they tend to be a vocal minority in areas where it's generally ignored that stuff generally wouldn't fly outside of the outside of the bubbles that they've created for themselves either online or in communities where they're allowed to do that kind of stuff and okay. that honestly is what fosters that and allows them to take root and spread and that's where I was going to go with like it's eventually going to spread and it'll spread to be much larger than the book if you okay you heard about what happened with uh, uh, Chris Cuomo right yeah so you also heard about what happened to one of the one of the I don't know if it's one of the producers or one of the cameramen whatever uh, that was working with him he was recently arrested for uh, pedophilia we're we have one particular we have one particular politician deal um, in regards to sexual uh you know, dealing with sexual harassment, the crimes of sexual harassment. His brother, in the new, no, in the circle of uh, of mainstream news media, has now also been arrested for that sort for, for for something similar. And then you have one of the people connected to both of them is now arrested for something even more depraved. I don't know. It seems rather small now, but the way I'm seeing it is that this is starting to get rather, this is starting to get larger and the circle of depravity is getting larger and larger, but it's going in increments and we can't even get started with the with the Maxwell trial. Jesus Christ. The one thing that should have been broadcasted to every person in this country 
and they're deciding that because it's a federal case, it cannot be broadcast. Like this should have been like the one exception. But you, if you're looking at this from a from a societal security standpoint, you have to you have to make it a private situation because if you put that out and you have one loose cannon individual deciding that they were that they're going to go and take matters into their own hands, then you're going to start having a you're going to have a cascade effect where a bunch of people are going to start doing that. And as much as I'm fond of the concept of the angry mob, because I feel like they've they've definitely fallen away to antiquity, though they shouldn't, especially with situations that keep popping up in Hollywood. Not that there's anybody in those communities that would rise up to do that kind of stuff. But, you know, it'd be nice to see some kind of retribution for, to, to these people who keep doing disgusting things and using a corrupted judicial system to worm their way out of out of the reprisal they deserve. Well, that's the thing. That's the reason why it should be uh, broadcast, because now that it isn't, you can't help but wonder if the case is going is going uh well especially with such a high profile case and especially with how notorious um this particular i don't want to call it a vice uh perversion has been you know more or less protected if i want to make the the bold accusation no, oh, it's not an accusation. It's exactly that's exactly what's occurred. There were countless stories during the time when Epstein was alive, where there were reporters who had come out of the woodworks to show proof that they had been stymied by their supervisors, quelling and quashing stories that would have would have gotten him indicted a long time ago. People who probably had dirt on the dirt on them that that Epstein or one of his associates could have brought on them with with a snap of fingers. Again, when you have a network that large of depraved monstrosity that's happening with as many higher uh, higher up, you know, elite types as has been coming up out of the woodwork, it's only a matter of time. They, there's only so much that you can there's a floodgate scenario where they have to if they're going to do that kind of stuff it would have to be a trickle because if they dumped everything out the 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 the, the domino effect would basically collapse a great deal of, of of high society as it was not that i personally have a problem with that honestly i'd prefer that to happen yeah, but i imagine there's financial reasons for that not to happen that's why you see, that's why you would likely and Phil, Phil uh, one of our, one of our co-hosts from the Tiki Bar, who you know, rare blue moon decides to join us. He said it himself. Watch as the watch as this as this court case starts to starts to continue. You'll start seeing sacrificial lambs being offered up as names and as contacts and associates become more <clears throat> readily available. And they certainly have so far. So much to the point that even prior to the even prior to the beginning of the trial, several several uh, people at the top have uh, resigned from their positions from their respective companies, leading leading to people to be suspicious that perhaps there are more who are uh, currently at the top with uh, 
less than stellar skeletons in the closet. And that's probably the situation where we find ourselves in. If you are in a place of authority where you maybe you don't have a direct connection to any of this, but you're looking at it as, at, at an impartial sta- uh, scant, it's likely you're going to go, okay, if this stuff's coming out, it has to come out and trickle because there are enough, there are likely enough high high end names in in the black book, as it were, where there are multiple companies that could just collapse on themselves because these people will get will have to do a perp walk, and there's no one to take up any of the resources there. This is maybe this is nothing. Um, this isn't a. This is not uncommon. This is something that's happened in history. And thank for saying the black little black book because Britain had something similar going on back in the 1700s. It was known as the uh, the South Sea Bubble, but this was more of a financial corruption rather than uh, a criminal one. But essentially, folks, the the elite always have something dirty in their drawers and they're always doing their best to keep to uh, keep it smelling fresh so that the other so that the rest of us don't notice and the problem is is that the stench is now so overwhelmingly powerful because they don't clean their fucking drawers that we can no longer ignore it because they can't mask it with the usual sense of deception anymore all eyes are currently on the depravity that is in particular cases and they're doing their best to keep it shut and it is only due to the degradation we've had of our of our particular um i don't want to say cult well yeah culture um that it has become essentially a par for the course. And when you look at situations in Britain, especially with what happened with Prince Andrew and the fact that he did not suffer any ill consequences, even though there was a insurmountable amount of evidence against him, there were strings being pulled that that anybody anybody with two halfway decent working eyes could have seen were coming. First of all, royalty. These people are not going to get tagged for what they do. They're just not. All it took all it took was probably a few phone calls and the, and and the the prosecution situation was going to fall apart. I'm not even shocked by it. Most people are aggravated beyond reason, and they should be. There's no justice for the people that he might have hurt. And and that's the and that's the most aggravating part, and it's demoralizing. It has to be soul crushing to some of these people. And it's the same scenario with Epstein proper. Do you know how many people he probably hurt in the in in the entire time he was doing what he was doing? And we just get Ghislaine Maxwell as a as a consolation prize. I don't believe, and 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 this is coming from someone. It's not even a tinfoil hat thing. One of two things occurred to Epstein. Either he was removed because he was a problem or he was taken off the board 
and sequestered somewhere where where the heat can die down and he can assume an, a, a false identity elsewhere. That's literally the only two ways this goes for someone of that level of influence and power. So, like I like I said, I know it sounds like a cliche at this point, and it shouldn't ever be dropped. But Epstein didn't kill himself. I mean, I can't blame you for it. I mean, hell, earlier this year, they came with uh, the autopsy supposedly for Epstein, and that they claimed that he really did kill himself. Nobody's buying it. It's too convenient of a situation based on the reports to say that he absolutely did it. It's, the timing is convenient. The, 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 extent, the severity of the crimes, it's too convenient. And the um, the and the fa- and the amount of high profile uh, uh, people behind these crimes, other than Epstein, it's just way too convenient. But it's it's how it, it's the par- it's a par for the course. The this is this has gone on since uh, time immemorial. Immemorium. The elite always try to hide their corruption the common folk well they don't have a choice because the common folk recoil so harshly against them as they should no they okay they have a choice but the choice prior is to not indulge yourself in the vices or in this particular in the depravities the perversions in the first place but the problem is hubris, pride, de- um, degeneracy. They indulge themselves due to the fact that they are at the top. Who is going to stop them? So they get there's, no there's no self-policing in there. That's for damn sure. No, because just like just like what happened with Robert Walpole in the in the South Sea bubble. The guilty condemn themselves. That means they essentially, you know, they prosecute themselves. And anyone knows that if the criminals prosecute themselves, it's not going to be a fair trial. I have, I have, I have gone through the trials. I have put upon myself and I have found myself not guilty. See? It's exa- and we deal with that today when it comes to... It's why people don't trust uh, institutions like the police, because if you're going to tell them that if they're going to tell you that they are conducting an investigation to see what happened and why they, um, you know, killed someone within their community, no one is going to buy it because they have already made that mistake hundreds of times before. It's going to convince people way it's it's already convinced enough people to start an entire movement. And that had its own fair share of problems. Indeed. Uh, but yeah. Like I said, with with regards to this kind of stuff, I think they're I don't know if it's just an issue with child rearing or if it's something just inherently incorrect with the people who, who are 
you know, the product of, uh, of said terrible, you know, nature and nurture. But there have never, th- th- these individuals have never been taught to restrain themselves in regards to these sort of things. And what you end up hap- having is a bunch of people who have completely become detached from worldly concerns in ways that make them a, make them a hazard to the environment they live in in one way or another. Deviance in some capacity is fine, but like I've said multiple times, everything in moderation and all things need balance. Nobody wants to find balance anymore. Or, or, and I, and I, and this to me, people want to complain that that there are specific generations that just aren't doing what they need to do with regards to society. But I don't agree with that in in the context that they're presenting, because if you look at the way the world functions, there is a cycle of 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 you know creation change death and rebirth that happens in constant cycle and because there's been a breadth of stagnation with regards to actual creation with not enough destruction there has become a necessity for a group of people to inhabit the necessary facility of destruction people there are aspects of society that are believed to need to be broken down because there's certain there was a certain level of hedonism and debauchery that has occurred because the old system has been in place for so long and no one's made any marketable changes in it because the people at the top have, have never been overturned in any meaningful capacity, either because of their insurmountable amounts of wealth or because they managed to continue dodging bullets. Well, how long do you think that's going to last before rampant vigilantism starts to occur and these people get what they deserve without the judicial system doing its do, doing what it needs to do? That's the real question to me. There needs to be a counterforce in re- to, to push up against the, the amount of rampant corruption and, and, and you know, for lack of a better term, sin that has occurred. And what genera- what more, what better generation than a disaffected one that doesn't feel connected to the, the rubric of the current societal template that they're that they're constantly being forced to interact with on a daily basis. Millennials, the millennials don't even care about care about the world, and have wanted it to be destroyed on multiple occasions. Can't say that I wasn't one of them at one point, and that's kind of to me. It's you're starting to see that happen if it, it, within the past ten years, where these people just like we don't care, burn everything to the ground if you need to, and start from scratch. Well, that's what's needed to happen, probably since the '90s when a lot of the rampant corruption was starting to really, really ramp up and everything was starting to come down with regards to the Soviet Union and a bunch of the other more, you know, ridiculous regimes that were happening during those times. There's never been any real cleanup with regards to those, with regards to that corruption. People just took the mantle up that was left to them and they just continued down the same path the other individuals have without their, without any actual guidance towards a more moral structure. Well, remember what happened in between that, that potential possibility for a cleanup and the end of the 90s. We got this, at least when it comes to the U.S., our country was essentially distracted by essentially a, a political farce. 
And that was essentially uh, hung over us for, well, give or take 19, 20 years. And then specifically, um, uh, I would say 9 11. And then the repercussions as a result. And if you think that might be that might be a bit too long of a stretch for it to have had any, then I would say that would probably would end by right around 2016. Oh, I'm not arguing with you on that. I absolutely agree with you. And one of the major headaches that has occurred from this is that that there has been a, there has been a sufficient level of numbness that has occurred because of it. And that could all that also is something that you that that one doesn't generally talk about enough. When you inflict upon a group of people for a certain amount of time a level of fear, panic, or distress, they don't become more broken down. They become resistant to it. Yes. They adapt They adapt to that and just kind of brush it off. Rather than... And, and constantly throwing it in their face isn't going to change that. You know, you're talking about a time when there was five, maybe $5 a gallon gas going on. Going on and people were just worn out of just dealing with it and the bullshit that was occurring in 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 politics because it was it was absolute it was an absolute joke the problem ends up being is that it had again there's never been any recompense for it there's never been anything it's when you stack a bunch of different things that have continued to happen and the information gets brought out further down the line where nobody is either in a position to be able to deal with it or even cares enough to deal with it, then the perpetrators end up going free because nobody gives a damn enough to, to, to you know, string them up by their pull string like they deserve to be. I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the George W. Bush administration it should be tried for war crimes. That is my statement and it's never going to change hell there are specific countries they're not allowed to go to those individuals in particular Cheney and Bush cannot go to specific countries because if they do they will be immediately thrown into cuffs and dragged off and dragged off to, to whatever you know judiciary that that land has they're, they've done monstrous things unspeakable things and it, and again they've never paid for it in any in any meaningful capacity they've never paid for any of what they've done and that's what has happened. We've created a society of people who just don't care anymore about what occurs. So they're going to go in. They're going to turn inward on themselves. And I they're going to do. I slightly disagree. I, I think it's more on. We've created a society that gets easily distracted. I haven't forgotten any of what needs to be done. Well, I've forgotten about the people on the things that have been uh, that have done. The problem yeah, with the, it is, again, it's it, it's literally been so long with stuff that's going on with 9-11 that there are people who've been born after that who have no idea the level of nonsense that has occurred. And it's not like you can, it's not like you can that, instill in them that understanding. The only reason why I'm saying so is because I think we are seeing a similar pattern with a different topic in general today and it's being fed with other it's being fed by um with other things as a means of distraction i think it's a tact well it's a tactic for sure 
um, that's being implemented on the people to try and uh, keep them distracted from uh, from their previous failings. You know, the problem is it's not working anymore. No, and if many you want a great example of that, look at what's ha- look at what happened during the lockdowns of COVID. The only yeah. eyes on on news and politics that were going on because there's nothing you can't distract people who are doing nothing. Did you expect them all to go and better themselves? They were going to be paying attention more so than anything else what was going on around them and in their region or and for in greater continental areas because they they didn't have a choice. They weren't doing anything else. And look what's going on now. They've introduced. They're saying they've uh, they've announced that there's apparently a new variant, other than the Delta, and now they're no. considering more lockdowns in the future. No one cares, and no one's going to listen. This is from personal experience. I'm watching people who are literally walking into grocery stores with mask mandates that are active, and they don't give a shit. And I've talked to people who work in retail and they are told that they have to advise people to do things, but they cannot force them to take a mask or to put on a mask. They can only bring up the fact that they need to wear a mask and let them make the decisions. One out of every like 10 people I see in like a Target or a Walmart has a mask on. They don't care. anymore. They're numb to it. You can't you can't keep throwing variants out. No one gives a shit anymore. Especially with Omicron, where where I where I'm hearing that the, the death level, the death rates even lower. No, it's the like death rate is it's from one. I know de- the death rate's at zero. There's one. From what I heard, there was one death, supposedly. All right, fair but, enough on that one. Um, but even then, it's only one person. That, that's not even a demographic you could make out of it. No, unless you are the only person in that particular area that lives there, then how would that even be recorded in the first place? Essentially, and that's and that's generally the way I look at it. Uh, this is this is essentially the situation that happened with 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 9/11 you know the whole terror warning thing where they had the color-coded warning signs and everything like that and people just didn't give a shit anymore and if you, you could only drag it out for that eight years and make anybody give a shit about it for about six of that eight by the end of Bush's administration no one cared and they just wanted him to leave. Fair enough. I think they could also make the same thing about the Cold War and during that sort that sort of that sort of conflict definitely uh, numbed the people back then as well as they became more and more uh, uninterested in the um, in the conflicts between the U.S. and the USSR. So at the very least, okay, I I think I, okay, I'm starting to see your point a little better. Okay, fair enough. You're getting it good, because like the, the whole th- the whole experience to me has just been waiting. The, it, it literally just waiting until no one gives a damn anymore. Anybody who's gotten the shots got has wanted to get the shot, got the shot. Anybody who wanted to, you know, ignore it, we're going to ignore it and find any way that they could. They've already gone through. The, they've already gone through the, 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 the most of the political branches to make make it so that they could have a mandate for vaccinations and they just couldn't pull it off because the Supreme Court told them no. Yeah. My personal belief on the whole Blame. thing is I Blame. think the vaccine's perfectly reasonable but you need to make a decision that works for you and you should talk yeah. to your doctor because informed consent is something we fought for in the goddamn Geneva Convention. Absolutely. 
I 100% agree. And that, that's that's my piece on it, and I don't ever want to have to talk about it again because I'm so sick of hearing about it. I'm so utterly worn out about it. I don't care about any of the conspiracies, you know, the 5G bullshit or Bill Gates trying to thin out the herd or whatever dumb conspiratorial bullshit that people keep belching out. It doesn't right. matter to me anymore. You can't right. convince me that you can't convince me away from my current trajectory. I've made my decisions on what I'm doing with my health, and I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I'm not looking for, you know, how far the rabbit hole goes down with regards to a lot of that dumb shit. Are people making money? Yes. The, the pharmaceutical companies are making stupid amounts of money. Is it ridiculous? They always, yes. They always have, though. That's the thing. So like, right. they didn't. They they didn't need to do something this far to to make as much money as they are now. They already. They were already doing similar shit prior, anyway. And I think at the end, I think at the end of the day, the people who are hyper focused on this stuff have nothing better to do with their time. On either side of the con, uh, on either side of the conversation, I, I the people no, who are the people who are busybodies who want to you know follow people around and yell at them until they put their mask on, or the people who are screaming at you know at the top of their lungs at people say, at, at uh, public gatherings that you know it's their body and their choice. Both of these people can be wrong and right at the same time. Because again, every aspect, every facet has has its good points and bad points. Ultimately, when it comes down to it, you have to ultimately make the decision for yourself and what you're willing to deal with with regards to the, the society that you've allowed yourself to live in. Fair fucking enough. I also assume you won't be reading Robert F. Kennedy's book on... Uh... Our good old Dr. Fauci. <laughs> um, from the stuff I've heard about the guy, he seems like an—he seems like an utter asshole. He seems like somebody who has done everything in his power to profit off of off of misfortune and pain, all with the well while wearing the veneer of someone who gives a shit about the society that he's forced to deal with. I don't I care. Were, wait, 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 hold on. I thought we were talking about Fauci here. Why are you talking about Robert? <laughs> <laughs> It's a joke. Don't worry. About I it. get you. I got you. I'm just saying. And and for and honestly, they could both be just as bad. I don't really care. But uh, with no, regards only, to this, especially with all this stuff, I'm only putting my prejudice because he's a uh, he's a he's a Kennedy. So what do I know? The fact that he hasn't disappeared into a black bag somewhere is already you know pretty 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 amazing to me because you know I, I supposedly you know those those people all have a target on their back. Every single one of them. So, you know, sleep with one eye open or whatever, I guess. that That's the situation they find themselves in. Being cursed to be a Kennedy, as it is. <laughs> Maybe the Reaper just hasn't gotten to him yet. I don't worry about it. With yeah, regards to Fauci and all the stuff that's come out of the woodworks about him, with all the, the, the animal experimentation and stuff, I don't know how credible it is. I don't really give a shit. Again... People in the medical industry doing monstrous shit doesn't shock or appall or appall me in any meaningful capacity because th that stuff happens all the time. If none, if no one's, if people keep going up to bat for him and keep shielding him from from scrutiny in any ma major way and keep propping him up, then that's on them for for allowing that kind of stuff to continue. The people who the people who are trying to take him to task who can't do it, well, I'm sorry. You, you you clearly don't have enough you clearly don't have enough clout to be able to make that happen, I guess. I don't know. 
fix it, fix the system and allow, and allow it to actually do its job, allow the checks and balances to take place and allow him to get dragged out into the fucking public square if he's doing if he's done something atrocious. That's what that's my stance on it. You people keep allowing this shit to keep happening because I think you all I think and I'm not talking to you specifically, but I'm making a yeah. general statement. I think people just yeah. want to have uh, have an antagonist that they can point their finger at and say that this is the problem we have to deal with. And if that's the way you want to do it, go with my blessing, but understand that you will live that you it will be a hollow victory at the end of it because you'll just end up finding another person to be angry at. Well, yeah, it's not at the end of the day, these aren't individuals that have done um, these atrocities, you know, alone. There's always going to be uh, another person involved, a connection that needs to be uh, uh, uncovered. So the this um, pursuit of justice is not something that's going to end at one particular point. It's always in, it's always going to be a relentless pursuit. So at the end of the day it's up to you if you're going to if you're going to pursue it just know that it's there's always always it can it, there's always another connection it's never going to stay with it's never going to end with just one particular individual and that's because like any other government, any efficient government, and I'm not saying a good government, any efficient government is going to have ends upon ends of, of um, it's essentially a web of a web of stations of sorts. Because the last thing a government wants is for its people to know exactly what it is they're doing. True. Very true. Well, I think this was rather a interesting conversation. <laughs> With that being said, we apologize again for um, for the lack of content these past couple weeks. Um, How about a month and almost a month and a half, friend? Okay, fair enough. That's still a couple weeks. But anyway, we we've had um we've had our schedules been quite hectic. So it's been harder for us to uh, make more content, but we will try to be more consistent from here on out. With that being said, thanks for coming aboard to our podcast this evening. We hope to see you soon with a brand new episode. Bring your drinks. We're going to need it. Yep. Bottoms up, folks. Cast off. Thank you for listening in to the Captain Mediocre's Haunted Tiki Bar. We are humbled that you have given us your time to listen to us discuss things. If you would like to hear more from us, you'd like to see more from us, uh, I have personally a account on Twitter under the name of Ragnarok Knight. My co-host here also has an account on Twitter as well. He goes under the name of Punk Toast. We also have a Facebook page under the name of Captain Mediocre's Haunted Tiki Bar. If you would like to uh, check that out for updates on when we have our sessions. We also have our voicemail link in the show notes. We will be having voicemails read 
during the course of our records going forward, as long as there are voicemails to be re- uh, to be listened to. Um, any further inquiries on that, uh, do feel free to PM either of us on Twitter, or you can go through the actual Facebook page to ask us any queries as well. Thank you so much to all of you. Safe travels to you all. Cast off, friends. <laughs>